Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. In the words of 50 Cent, I'm strong, yeah, stronger than I used to be. My advice is to stop hating and get used to me. It's Flight 785 in the house. My name is Ken Yan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate. And I am here for Flight 785 for y'all. I'm here with my lovely wife, Carrie. How's it going? It's going well. Yes, I was also told this week in a morning meeting that we should not use the word hate that we should think more positively about things that we like and not things that we hate. <laughs> really? Is yes. that right? Okay. Well, either way, uh, you know, people got to stop hating and get used to me. So anyway, guys, <laughs> I am here for another week with the podcast. I have what you call diplomatic immunity, which means I can say whatever I wish to say without any fears of repercussions or reprisal. So, uh, and if you're listening, you got diplomatic immunity also. So just, uh, you know, just hang out with me, you know, it's going to be a good ride for this week. Carrie, what are we, uh, what are we watching this week? What are we watching? Anything, anything uh, good? You have dr- drugged me into watching, uh, what's it called? Housewives of, uh, Salt yes. Lake City, Utah, whatever it is. Are you talking about the Real Housewives of, <laughs> yes. of Salt Lake City or something like that? Yes, yes. Guys, yes. Carrie loves the show. She can't get enough of that, it. That's not um, true. She's been big on the Real Housewives. <laughs> every it's, it's every good trash week TV. he asks me, who should I like? Who should I like? And you know I, I tell him, I know his favorite is Heather. You know, there's certain things that need <laughs> to be. The shit stir, you know, the two-faced. Uh, language. You know what? God, is that, is that all we're watching? Is that all? Is all? Is that all you're watching? Is the Real Housewives, Gary? Is that what we're talking about? Um, I don't know. I can't think of what else are we watching. I, I don't know, but but anyway, <laughs> oh, you were watching some Christmas Christmas Caroler show last oh, yeah, night. There's it was show. horrific. It's a show. Uh, yeah. I had to tell him to please turn it off. This, I couldn't concentrate on making dinner this, with that stuff on. This Christmas caroling challenge, guys. You have these people. <laughs> And they're singing these Christmas carols. You're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find out what channel it's on. It was pure junk. It it was it it was interesting. <laughs> I think it, it was at Fox. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. It's definitely well, interesting. These Christmas carolers. They have a challenge, and uh, all different teams come out in front of judges, and they sing their versions of different Christmas carols. So you know the, how country music. Country western music singers will sing Christmas carols and things. Yes. Well. To me, these people were intertwining a country carol yes. with a rap with opera. Yes. It was horrific. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I will tell you, I enjoyed it very much, guys. You're going to have to check it out. But anyway, you know what? I'm trying to recover from last week, guys. I am trying to recover from last week. What happened to you? Let me, let me tell you what happened, guys. You guys know I love eggnog. And for some reason, I don't know if I got a tainted batch of eggnog, but I went to the grocery store. I picked up some eggnog and I decided to have it on his own and did not check expiration dates. I'm sure I went on an eggnog bender. Okay. And I decided (laughs) to have a glass of eggnog. 
Um, just one glass. I won't say a bender, but I just had one glass. No, when he says bender, he buys six, freezes three, yeah, and then has three in the fridge. We've gone through this before. But anyway, <laughs> so I had a glass of eggnog, my first eggnog of the season. And within, I'd say, I don't know, 15 minutes of drinking the eggnog, my stomach started, you know, making a noise. I was, heard it. That was unpleasant. I heard it. And next thing oh, wait, you know, I was I was at least two feet away from him on the couch, and I heard his stomach. Yes, my stomach started, you know, you know, going in knots, and you know, my stomach was not feeling well. So he you messed know? up the night. So I told him not to drink the eggnog. I, I, I turned to Carrie and I said, "Listen, my stomach is really jacked up." <laughs> She's like, oh, "Oh, okay." I offered to rub it, and so then she says, "Then she <laughs> says, you know what? Would you like some ice cream sandwiches?" <laughs> I don't know. What that has to do with I offered me having an upset first, stomach. And then when he said, no, don't touch me. Yes. I said, well, would you like some ice cream? Would you like some ice cream sandwiches, guys? <laughs> you know, this is what I understand. You know, when you're not feeling your best, you know, why would someone come up and ask you, do you want I some ice cream sandwiches? The- oh, hell no. <laughs> The theory behind it was yeah. I like dis- to hear the theory. <laughs> I definitely like to hear the theory. To distract you from the pain, stomach pain and to visualize something yummy. Okay, okay. You know what? And make I, you laugh. I guess so I'm a they- six year old that needs something <laughs> to distract me and to think of something yummy, guys. I. I don't know what you know this podcast every week guys it just gets stranger and stranger with her guys that's why she's on probation okay because it just gets stranger and stranger i, I think you just think it's stranger because i open up to my line of thinking is that what it is <laughs> yes. and then and then after i tell her i know i do not want any ice cream sandwiches <laughs> what was you the know pause? you know what the pause was <laughs> i you know what i don't i don't use foul language but I did not want any mother father ice cream sandwiches. Okay, so you know what I'm talking my about. My thoughts at the time yes. were: he ruined the evening. It's six thirty-seven p.m., and now we have to go to bed because he drank freaking eggnog. Well, anyway, so then after she says, you know, after I reject her on the ice cream sandwiches, then she has the nerve to say. Well, let me rub your stomach. No, I don't want anyone touching my stomach. Okay, <laughs> my stomach is already upset. The last thing I need is someone rubbing my stomach. Some people like more their stomach agi- gently rubbed to make it feel better. Really? Yeah, sometimes. It just depends on what type of stomach ache you were having it, at the time. Is, it, is that what it is? And, <laughs> yes. and you know what? And also, you know, I also I got some feedback regarding uh, the Thanksgiving episode where I talked about, you know, people that different states, or you talked about different states, Mm -hmm. you know, their dishes that they have. Yes. And in my home state of Kansas, cream corn was the number one side dish for Thanksgiving. And I had said that I don't know anyone, no one that eats cream corn with as a side dish at Thanksgiving. No, no, I've never heard of that. Yes, and so I get a uh, I get a message from one of my friends uh, in Nebraska. They always have that's Nebraska. She, well, no, but she's from Kansas, um, and she says we had cream corn. By the way, we had cream corn at Thanksgiving. In Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, but she's from Kansas. And in so, Nebraska. Okay, yeah, Carrie. I, I, I know that, Carrie. <laughs> yeah, we got that. they have a lot of corn we got in that. Nebraska. Was, no, no. She said that they have cream corn every Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I just think cream corn is not is not the move. My dad used to 
uh, request cream corn at dinner a lot. And you know what's worse? You know what's worse than cream corn? It's green bean casserole. <laughs> that that stuff is just absolutely, that's trash I, food. I'm okay with cream corn if you add in um, like fresh corn to the cream corn. Let me get this straight. <laughs> Let me get this straight. So with fresh the corn, mashed corn. Fresh corn. You add a little the, bit of fresh corn. So, not frozen, not canned. So fresh but corn a bit to the old fresh. corn, is that what you're telling me? Yes, for you cream mix corn. it up a little. Look, so let me get this straight. You're, you're, <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Guys, we're not having cream corn. You come to my house I for know. Thanksgiving. You come to my house for Easter. You come to my house for Crema. We are not having any cream corn. There won't be any cream corn within my, six my, blocks my of my home. My now. I think I need some cream corn. No, we're not having any cream <laughs> corn, guys. But uh, anyway, guys, welcome to the show. You can uh, reach out and contact me. On Instagram, give me a follow, Flight785, or shoot me an email at uh, Flight785podcast at gmail.com. That's how you can get in touch with me. And I am on all platforms, Twitter, Flight785, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace. Uh, what else we got out there? TikTok. You got your MySpace login? Of course. Uh, Snapchat. I'm on, I'm on it. Flight785. Come check me out, guys. It's a good time. But guys, so we need to get into what we got going on for the flight plan today, Carrie. Are we ready for the flight plan? I'm very ready. All right. Fantastic. So what we have is we have the NHS, which is the National Health Service in Great Britain. Uh, they have mm-hmm. an ad out that is really uh, has been deemed insensitive. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about a portable toilet company. They have some uh, something that they want to show the folks. And uh, they also have, I see that look on your face, okay? Stop it. And we're also <laughs> going to talk about some Chinese Kung Fu masters okay. and a and a lost art. An art, if you will, that is, is going away that they're trying to get it revived back. Okay. And uh, then we've got uh, Learn Something, right? What yes, we have as, as far as Learn Something. Yes, with the porta-potties. Um, We're going to learn about smell by the American Psychological Association. What? (laughs) No, no, I. Yeah. No, no, you're not going to. No, you're not going to reset that. You think you think Howard Dean is going to come in here and and, no, please, he doesn't. No, Howard Dean is. Listen, Howard Dean is nowhere. Yeah, Howard Dean's nowhere in the studio, guys. I I can guarantee you, he's nowhere in the studio. But he knows nothing about porta potties. So smell. So so what else? So that's what we're talking about here. Yes, is smell. It's about uh, okay. The sense of smell. And then we have Abby. Abby is not right. Where we, I pull a story from you know one of the advice columns and we dissect it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we and we just talk about it, you know. That's that's what we got going on for the show. So uh, hang in there. It is going to be a fun ride. I guarantee it. It will be a fun ride here on Flight Seven Eight Five. The NHS. They are the National Health Service mm-hmm. for Great Britain. Okay, and they decide. You know, they get their money from you know taxpayer money. Um, you know, as far as you know how they are funded. Okay, for Great Britain. Yeah. And so they decided they were going to do an advertisement. Okay. And the ad was called The Gift. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it sounds good so far, right? <laughs> and, but what it, it, what? Protra- yes. What were you going to say? I'm just trying to visualize um, what a health association yes. could gift you. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. They could gift you a. Uh, 
<laughs> Never mind. No, it, what it says is it's, it's, it's been deemed insensitive because it shows Santa unconscious with coronavirus. And uh, it is perceived as that way. Okay. okay. So the ad titled The Gift shows an old bearded man unconscious in a hospital bed wearing an oxygen mask as medics in full PPE try to revive him. Yes. And so here's what they have going That's on. That's like advertising Alcoholics Anonymous well, with Santa intoxicated. Well, let me finish. <laughs> you, you, no, I don't. Don't carry <laughs> You know what, guys? She has. Dip- I'm gonna have to give her diplomatic immunity. We just have to go. We're, we're not talking off about a little tangent. We're not talking about alcoholics anonymous <laughs> and Santa being drunk. Okay, we're not talking about that. All right. Okay. This is serious. Yes. Yes. So, basically, what it says was, you know, it is later revealed in the ad that it is Santa Claus, and he's been nursed back to health. Oh, okay, in the okay. but yeah, they're not so, showing him out of the bed. But it says upset viewers interpreted the oxygen masks and tubes as well as staff wearing full PPP as a description of Santa suffering from coronavirus. Yes, says, that's what my visual is saying. It says concerned parents have blasted the ad as insensitive as several feared that young viewers would think Santa was dying. And he's not going to make it for Christmas. Yes, they've urged the charity to let kids enjoy the festive season without giving them adult problems to deal with. Totally agree. In the ad, the old man is seen waking up to oxygen tubes on his face and a mask-wearing nurse asks how he's feeling. It then shows the man's slow recovery as he goes, you know, from using a wheelchair to using a mobility walker. Mm. While he recovers, couldn't they have just did the Easter Bunny? No, okay. no, because it's Christmas, Gary. <laughs> it's it's Christmas. Okay, this is Christmas. It is not the, the Easter Bunny. Well, it's since De- Halloween's already passed, they could have used a jackal. Carrie, it is December. Okay, a hell of a drug. Thank you, Rick James. I don't know what's going on with Carrie today, but anyway. So while he recovers, you know the the old man receives a goodwill card soon. You know, a, a you know a card, a goodwill card mm-hmm. from Rudy, who is his chief reindeer, Rudolph. But you know, it says Rudy. Yeah. Okay. And later in the commercial, the man reads letters addressed to Santa, which then reveals that he is Father Christmas. He then goes home, and as he leaves the hospital, he turns to wave to the medics who saved him. The final, you know, end of the ad. You know, Uh shows the nurse who cared for him receiving a gift with a note that reads, thank you for everything you've done for all of us. It's signed Santa. And the nurse realized who she was caring for while he was in the hospital. Okay. So that, you know, the ad was Was meant to. Was the gift a vaccination? No, it wasn't, Carrie. The gift was not a (laughs) vaccine. You know what? I'm going to turn off your microphone. I'm going to turn off your microphone. Okay. This is ridiculous. Just absolutely. It's not funny. Okay. You know what? I'm trying. Anyway, so, you know, guys, she's over here laughing hysterically. I just. That was just all wrong. The ad was all wrong. Yes. And so people were not happy. Okay. They're saying that, you know, the NHS has now hijacked Santa and given him COVID to raise money for their charity. Yeah. You know, they're saying someone thought this was a good idea. Guaranteed to scare the hell out of little ones if they don't watch it. Yeah, and you know, they, they, they have it. universal health care there, so right. Uh, yeah, but that, I think what the N- I think what the NHS was trying to do is they were just trying to thank the healthcare workers. Yeah, they could have done that in a different way. Well, they should have had some extra people, as you know, second or third set of eyes look at this from a different perspective. Maybe it should before just they been before a they 
regular you know. sick sick person, and then Santa came and gave the healthcare workers gifts I, for I their good work. Yeah, I know, Carrie. I know. Yeah, <laughs> Santa came and gave them gifts, gave them vaccinations or something like that. Right? No, Carrie? I didn't say that. Okay. I didn't say that. I okay. didn't go that far that time. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so yeah, so that's what's going on with the NHS. So the Britons, the Brits, they're they're very upset regarding that ad. Did it get canceled? It did not. Oh, no. it, it did not. No, not at all. So moving on. So there is a, you know, people are bored, you know, as far as this coronavirus stuff, you know, with the lockdown and everything, people mm-hmm. are bored. And so there is a portable toilet company and they have staged a holiday light show. Yes, they have with singing Porta Johns. Okay. As 2020, a year that has left many people feeling like things are going down the toilet finally nears its end, an Indiana sanitation company is flush with praise. You get it, flush with praise. Oh, I get it. As it licks to celebrate the holidays <laughs> and the new it year. It licks? No, it looks, Gary. Oh. As it looks, you <laughs> okay. know what? <laughs> you know what? Just Gary? checking. You I thought what? I heard it incorrectly. You're on board flight 785. I just don't, don't understand mute it. Me. Anyway, so <laughs> they use their, you know, they're using portable Porta Johns as, okay. and it's an annual light show. And they have their Porta Johns and they have it, they have musical faces on the Porta Johns. Okay? okay. Animated faces. And they call it the Jingle Johns A Lighted Blue <laughs> Experience. Yes. That's me, so catchy. Yes, yes. I love it. Yes. yes. Let me <laughs> let, let me reset that one more time. It is the Jingle Johns A Lighted Blue Experience. I love yes. It. Yes. The company said that its latest performance went number one this week, claiming it set a record for the most animated faces on a single holiday light display for its 32 toilet rendition of Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. I know you have questions. Yes. I know you have questions. Yes. yes. Please continue. Yes. Where, what are your questions? Where are these portajons? Like... Are people renting them for their houses so that they can social distance outside and their relatives can use the porta johns? No, no, they're not. Because that's what I'm visualizing. No, I'm visualizing, you know, how we're being told we have to do a Zoom Christmas. Well, I'm visualizing drive bys and having these jingle johns in the driveways. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Gary, Gary, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it with you. We're friends and family. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we got it, Gary. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Guys, I don't know what's going on today. I really don't know what's going on today. She, she's on something, guys. I'm laughing so hard at Chris. Oh hell no! She's on something. So one commenter said that it's awesome. Okay, they think it's awesome. They bring all these. The company brings all these Porta Johns in. Okay, but where do they bring them in? They they bring them in. I guess on a truck. They play music. It's animated. A truck where? Too many questions. Okay, the 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 story didn't give all this. I want to see. Yes. Well, they. (laughs) I know you do. I know you do. I want to hire oh, one. Okay, okay. Guys. I want to hire a Jingle John Porta Body. Okay, Terry, you. We are not hiring a Jingle John. We, we need it to decorate our front. We are not going to have a lighted Lou experience here in Southeast <laughs> Texas. Okay, we're. It's it, it's not happening. Okay, we're not having a lighted Lou experience. Okay, oh, so, you're so running just, my Christmas spirit. You and the eggnog and the Jingle Johns. Come on. Moving on. Guys, I feel it's best to move on because 
things just have gone <laughs> awry as usual, guys. So moving on, guys. So this is what we have next. Chinese, the Chinese folks, okay, our good friends in China, in yes. Juntin, China, if you will. Specifically. Yes. So I'm going to talk about <laughs> Wang. Now, you know, I, I may butcher up these words, okay? So just, <laughs> you know. Anyway, Wang Letuia is no ordinary kung fu master, okay? He's not an ordinary kung fu master, okay? The 65-year-old from the village in central China practices a unique and excruciating-looking strand of martial arts, and it's called Iron Crotch Kung Fu. <laughs> oh, my. George Takai. I thought I you were going to say who was like the bendy man, no, but this is even no, better. Okay. <laughs> its most famous technique involves a steel plate. What? Yes, a steel plate. A capped log, which is six and a half feet. What's a capped in log? You know, a log, they, they cap it off so it's not, you know, rigid, okay? Uh, well, not okay. rigid, but it's not jagged. Like it's okay? got it's rubber cap. They, yeah, they, yeah, they okay. cap it, okay? And it's six and a half feet. Okay. And it weighs 88 pounds. And it swings through the air and smashes into a man's crotch. Ah! Howard oh, Deed. Hell guys, no. How did Howard Deed get in here? When you practice iron crotch kung fu, as, as long as you push yourself, you will feel great, said Wang, head of the Juntin Martial Arts Academy. Wang, who has been practicing the technique for a, around a half a century. <laughs> you stop laughing. How many kids does he have? And has two children. Oh. You know, let me get Shoot. through the story. You know what, guys? There's nothing worse than when you're trying to get through a story and people start asking questions when you're trying to get through a story. I'm so I, sorry. I just don't really, understand I'm it. so sorry. Go ahead. You're on board flight 785. Okay. Okay. All right. He's been practicing the technique for a half a century. He has two children. Insist that with the correct methods and sufficient practice, it does not hurt and has no effect on fertility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Got it that so far? That answers the question. Okay. So the iron crotch mastery of which is gained by taking hits to the body's weakest points while using <laughs> quick quag breathing techniques to, you know, inure oneself. That's what it says. In, in, it says inure in oneself. Your... <laughs> yes. It's just one element of the branch of the Kung Fu that has been practiced in Wang's village for the past 300 years. Okay? Mm -hmm. The style encompasses scores of attack techniques, as well as resisting pressure, pain, or hits to other sensitive areas. Okay? Yeah. So, you know, they say we also have iron throat, (laughs) iron head, iron chest, and iron back as well. Okay? Uh So the style of Kung Fu practice in his village, okay, was a fiercely guarded secret, but concern a small village by now. Okay, Gary, but concern has <laughs> grown that fewer and fewer people were taking See? it up and might not survive. See, okay, there were once around two hundred people regularly practicing at the village. That number, okay, for Iron Crotch has dropped to from 10? from two hundred to eighty to five. less than I thought. Okay, so that's why. Okay, you know what? This is very serious, Gary. This is very serious. I don't know what's so funny. I, I know it's serious. Okay. I can't wait okay. to hear when you want to join. That's why. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. George Takai, you come in the studio one more time. I'm calling the police. <laughs> Guys. I wish I'm, you would. I'm not joining, okay, this iron crotch. Okay. I'm not doing it. Okay. So, so they are trying to actively promote their lifestyle of uh-huh. iron crotch kung fu and, uh-huh. you know, adopting the swing log device. Okay. And, you know, 
their efforts have helped them gain several new student students in cities across the country. Uh-huh. And they're using social media to try to get people into, you know, into this iron crotch kung fu, Gary. So would you like to join if you wear a cup? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> We're going to take a break. You know what? I'm tired of these questions. We're taking a break. You're right. on board flight 785. Hey guys, winter is officially here. It's time to pull out those heavier clothes, boots, and hoodies. And speaking of hoodies, have you checked out the GDC Gentleman's Driving Club yet? GDC has apparel and accessories that will have you looking right. Check out my Instagram and you'll see yours truly rocking a black GDC hoodie. Head on over to gentlemansdrivingclub.com and pick yours up. It's a good look. Save 15% off at checkout by using the promo code Flight 785. You know how we do it. Be a part of the flight crew at GDC. Gentlemen's Driving Club. What drives you? Let's go. Welcome back to Learn Something. All right, we are back. We are about to learn about one of our most primal features as living beings. Okay. That is our sense of smell. Okay. The sense of smell is very important to our perception, emotion, and even our other senses. Okay. Very good. Uh, Smell is a way for living things and humans to sense danger. For things like chemicals or toxins. Yes. Can you describe a scent that you do not like? A scent that I do not like. Uh, I, you know what? What I don't like is, I, you know what? The Kansas City Chiefs. That's a scent that I definitely don't like. I can tell you that right now. That is a scent I do not like, the Kansas City Chiefs. And how do you know what that smells like? Well, it kind of smells like, I don't know, uh, (laughs) wet grass, dog licks, and hay fever. That's what it smells like, okay? I thought you loved all three of those True true story. Uh, You know, all mixed together. And dirt. And dirt. All mixed together. You don't like dirt? That is what, that that is the smell I do not like. Okay, what is the scent you do like? Well, I'm glad you asked. I like a scent uh, that's it's a very exclusive scent. I wear it on the daily. It is from Paris, Paris. Mm-hmm. It is by Guy Laroche. It is called Jacquard Noyer. It mm-hmm. is, uh, or as some people call it, Jacquard. Okay, but it is Jacquard Noyer, and it is a very great scent. I highly recommend it. Uh, <laughs> you know. I know it drives you wild. I know it is so, an outstanding scent. Please, you know what? I have the floor. You know, one thing that's great about Jacquard Noir, guys, is Jacquard is a word for Viking, Viking ship, and uh-huh. Noir is black. Okay. Okay. So a black Viking ship. And what does that make you think <laughs> of? A raider. Raider Nation, guys. Shout all out to right, the Las Vegas right, Raiders. Right. Sorry to hijack so, the uh, hijack your segment. No, Go no, ahead, please continue. You're, you're just expanding on what I was just going to tell oh, you. Oh, yes, please continue then. That as you describe those smells by comparing it to, to uh, things that are familiar yes. with, because we really don't have a language for odor. Okay. It, it's very hard to describe odor without comparing it to something. Right, one right. Thing. Okay. So, yes, you fell right into my plan. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> Do you okay. know what? <laughs> what kind of evil laugh is that? Okay. That's uh, a mix of the cookie monster and, and I don't know who else, but please continue. Please continue. Okay. Do you know what the thalamus is? The thalamus. Yes. Uh, 
Yes, I do know what the thalamus is. The thalamus was an old wooden Viking ship. No. From the, oh, no, it wasn't? No. no. Okay, well, what is it? It is the nerve. Nerve center. Not nerve. The nerve. Nerve. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly. That's what it is. It's it, the nerve. It is the nerve hub of our brain. Yes. All senses except smell go straight to the thalamus. That was going to be my it second guess. It alerts our other senses to react. Oh, okay. But smell will meander around for a bit before it reaches the thalamus really? and alerts us of our memory or an emotion before it is processed to our touch, sight, hear or taste okay so smells trigger your emotion or your memory before they trigger any of your other senses okay um like if you smell uh like if you smell like uh yeah, popcorn or something. It makes you think of the movies or something like that. Correct. Okay. Yes. All right. So smell is for the most part processed before the body responds. Okay. Of course, there are internal and external factors involved. Right. Okay. So uh, what are your thoughts or feelings about the smell of cow manure or seaweed? You know, I'm glad you asked because, you know, I, I can't say much about seaweed. I don't exactly remember a smell of seaweed, but I do know what cow manure smells smells like yes i was being chased by biff tannen in the country <laughs> square and he yeah, let me tell my story please i was being chased by biff tannen in did the you square. get a little manure it, in your i mouth? did not i did not but biff tannen did biff tannen did they made a movie about it I i've see. said this before please continue carrie please continue so for people that grew up on farms it is a sense of nostalgia to smell the smell of manure what Yes. They- who do you know? Who do you know that grew up on a farm and smelled manure and it's a sense of nostalgia? I'm just telling you what the American Psychological Association has put out there. Okay. Those, those psychos. <laughs> but, but please continue. And those that eat seaweed tend to find the aroma to be attractive. Really? Yes. Um, there are ways to play tricks on your mind. Up- about smell if you are told something that something will smell a certain way and help you or you could be to smell things like let's say i put out a bowl of cheese and i said smell this it smells like vomit are you gonna want to smell it are you gonna actually smell the cheese or are you gonna say no this cheese smells nasty because i said it smells like vomit I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. <laughs> it is said that if you're told the worst about a smell, uh-huh. it can affect your perception of really? what you actually smell. Okay. All right. Um, there are some smells that are processed that process differently in our brain. Okay. So how do you feel about the scent of body odor? How does it make you feel? Uh you know what I, I once again I haven't actually thought about this stuff. <laughs> you haven't. You know, yeah, it's 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 way down on my list of things that I think <laughs> about. Yeah, it's way list, way low well, on my list. This is why we're doing learn something to okay. get you get all your senses working. So let me okay? get this straight. So this evening, right before I go to bed, I'm going to say to myself, "I wonder how about body odor smells." Ain't nobody got time for that. Exactly. Well, there have been studies done <laughs> yes, where they sure have, there have scanned women's brains while the there they, it is <laughs> while there it is, wait, folks. Wait, wait, while they smell armpit of the t-shirts versus t-shirts infused with fake body odor. Okay, most of the women could not tell the difference between the real or the fake body odor. 
although more sensory factors were detected on the scans for the real body odor. So I have a fun fact for you. Oh, my goodness. Before the development of deodorant, body odor was used to find mates and to recognize who was a relative. Find out who was a relative. Yes. So you were not attracted to your relatives because of the scent of their odor. That sounds like some Wichita, Kansas stuff. That's what it sounds like to me. But please continue. This is from the American (laughs) Psychological Either Wichita, Kansas or Missouri. Diplomatic immunity. Don't get mad at me. I would just like to say, I like you for your smell, whether you're clean or whether you sweat. Uh, Guys, we're having... Oh, my goodness. But I don't like the Okay, Okay, we got it. We got it. You're on board flight 785. Anyway, smell also helps women to bond with their children. And it also smell also children when they're born, they can smell like they can smell the different scents. Right. They can sense who their mother is through smell. Really? Yes, because their vision's not quite developed. All their senses aren't quite developed. But smell is there. The smell is there. Um, A study done in Medical News Today states that women have up to 50% more olfactory nerves than men. Really? From they are, from the day they are born. Really? Yes. So I believe that means that we have more brain, brain stems and nerves than men. No, that's not exactly what it said. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. No, now you're giving. 50% more smart. We're 50 more more intelligent in our brains. Now you're giving away bad medical stuff, (laughs) medical information, okay? No, I'm just giving it away to you so you understand. (laughs) Ain't nobody got time for that. You're giving away bad medical information, okay? (laughs) So odors tend to be the building block for social communication also. Okay. Our sense of smell is dependent on our visual and hearing factors also. So remember, you your sense of smell can trigger many parts in your brain. Oh, it's really? It's just a delayed reaction in men. I see. I, I, so you're saying men are slow? Is, no. that, is that what you're telling me? I'm just kidding. I just oh added that. God. Okay. So is that what we have for That is something? all we have for learn something. Did you learn anything? The Spartos and Motorhead. No. What? <laughs> no. Did she say Speedos? No, 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 no. <laughs> Spartos? No. Yeah, anyway, uh, did I, I learn think. something? Yes, yes. I did learn what something. What did you learn? I learned that Drakkar Noyar is an outstanding scent and more people should get some. That's what I learned. I know a smell you don't like. What's that? food. What's you that? do not like the smell of watermelon. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's terrible stuff. It's You're a nice board, sweet smell. You know what? It is time to get into our last segment of the show. It is Abby is not right. And this is where I pull a story from one of the advice columns, dear Abby, or Miss Manners or whoever, and we read it and we dissect it and we give our takes on it. And so here we go. Dear Abby, I am a 46-year-old woman about to be married for the second time. Please save all your questions. (laughs) My fiancé lives with me and my two children from my previous marriage. Other than cooking breakfast and some quick snacks, he does not contribute to the household. My issue is I pay all the bills and he complains about the temperature inside my home. My children and I need it to be cooler. If it's too hot, 
we sweat and we become congested, which we hate, and it makes us irritable. I tell him to put on more clothes if he is cold, but he complains to the point that I turn off the fans and the air. My question is, don't I have the right to be comfortable in the home I pay for? He doesn't pay, so he should just adjust to our climate. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness gracious. Did you write this article? This, I, I did not because I'm not a 46-year-old woman. And so, <laughs> But this, did you just flip the sexes? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> no, this is, this is from Dear Abby. And so, it sounds like these words came straight out uh, of I, your mouth. Well, no, don't, you, don't be shaking. No, 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 no. You do a lot of things carrying around the house. So no, you do a lot of things. Yeah, I, I'll give it to you. No, you, you do just a lot of things. But please, some of this around. No, no, I Those words come out so, of your mouth. So this is what dear Abby said. Uh huh. The answers to your questions are yes and yes. And your fiance, not you, should invest in a portable heater, which may solve his problem. P.S. Are you absolutely sure you want to be married to this prize? Nowhere in your letter did you say you love this person. Not once did you mention his endearing qualities. Frankly, from your description, he seems like a third child. Oh, wow. That's, yes, that's she what just Abby said. Really, Abby was coming in hot. She smacked the left yes. and right cheek. Yes. And... Oh, wait a minute, Gary. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute, Gary. He... She went, wham, okay. wham. Gary, Gary I, you know what? Really? Like, this podcast is going to get she, you. She, she just slapped the left and the right cheek. Well, wow. She was oh, just very wow. direct. Okay. You know what? I don't know where you're buying She this. was not tactful at all. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. So, Carrie, what is your take on Abby? Uh, what is your take? Is, is Abby right about this? Yes or no? Uh, Do you think? I, I agree that she didn't mention she loves them so much and just can't live without them. Okay, so what's so the advice she, maybe you she's give this just lady? Complaining. Um, the advice I give the lady is maybe she should have her fiance's thyroid checked. Okay. Number one, he may be having medical issues with, uh, you know, gauging his temperature. Okay. And second of all, um, it's easier to, well, you can only take off so many clothes and you can, and it's very uncomfortable to put a lot of clothes on. So they need to find a happy medium. A happy medium. Yeah. Okay. So that's so you're saying he needs to get his thyroid checked and he needs to get his own apartment. Okay, you know, no, don't take don't take my line away from me. <laughs> oh no, I beat you too. So it. here's the deal. Here's the deal. I believe that this is a war on men from this. From this, I, don't laugh. Don't his laugh. eyebrows listen, are raised listen, so freaking don't high. Laugh, don't laugh at what I have to say. Okay, this seems like a war on men. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. This lady I, I'm should taking be, this seriously. Yes, this, I'm shaking in my boots. This lady. This lady should be happy <laughs> that he is living with her and her two children. Because okay? he helps out so much. And I don't. I what I think is. Where does he help? All I know is. She needs to turn off all the fans, okay? It needs to be something that he can feel comfortable inside the home. How's he plan to marry her if he can't be comfortable inside the home? That is what I'm saying, Carrie. How can so he be he comfortable? So he just wants to make her blood boil. Well, I don't know about that, but what I do know <laughs> is if he has an issue with it, uh -huh. if she has an issue with it, what do you think he should do? You know, this has been our lifelong issue. It's not our... about us. <laughs> it's not about us. Guys, Why every did time, you even bring this up? Every time like, she tries to make it about I, us, I, guys. I think 
I think you need to change with the seasons. If it's okay. cold out, it needs to be warm in the house. If it's hot out, it needs to be colder in the house. Okay, just change with the seasons. That's the best advice I can give. And if he doesn't want to go with the seasons, he can go. He can go. It's he can get his home. own apartment, right? He can get his sure. own apartment, right? Sure, we're in agreement this week. Great, I, no. I'm glad. We, <laughs> you know, we can end the show. You know what, <laughs> guys? <laughs> This, this is ridiculous. I love you so much. Do you want a high five now? Guys, uh, we are going to get out of here. I, I'm dead with her. A we're, nice little wave we're, across we're, the desk. We're, we're, we're going to get dead with this, guys. A thumbs up. Uh, this is Flight 785. <laughs> Listen, go ahead and subscribe to the show, guys. We love y'all. And you know what? We are going to see you next week. Hit me up on Instagram, Flight 785. And I will leave you with this. Build a foundation on the bricks that were thrown at you. That's Real Talks, Flight 785. You're on board Flight 785.